Hey, Gathering Midtown family, it is great to be with you today. Uh, my name is Jake Oshbacher. I'm the associate pastor here. If you don't know me, I'd love to take you out for a cup of coffee. Reach out to me at jake at gatheringmidtown.com. Uh, yeah, we can make it happen. So uh, I have the great privilege of starting us off in our summer series, um, and we are super excited about it. We've, we've kind of done something like this before, um, but we're doing it again just because we feel like it's an appropriate time uh, and an appropriate season to do it. And we're going to be going through the book of Proverbs, uh, and we are calling this series Wisdom's Cry. Uh, the book of Proverbs is, uh, the overarching theme is wisdom, and how do we get it, how do we recognize it, um, and, and how do we um, be a people, uh, God's family, God's church, how do we be those people who um, are a beacon of wisdom for the world around us? Um, the cool thing is that what we're going to do is we're going to correlate the uh, chapter of Proverbs that we're teaching on with the day of the week, the, the date that, that Sunday falls on. So for example, this Sunday uh, is the 13th, so we'll be in Proverbs 13. Uh, and what'll happen is every week, the person who is teaching uh, will pick a theme or a general idea from that chapter in Proverbs uh, or a specific verse that they feel called to teach on, and um, they'll teach on that for that Sunday, that, that weekend. Um, and we're also really excited because there's going to be a few new faces uh, teaching this summer. And so keep your eyes open for that. Uh, we're excited to have people, our community coming together, rallying around the Word of God, learning from it, discerning it, and teaching it to the body uh, for edification. So uh, look forward to that. Um, so what I want to do is talk a little bit about the book of Proverbs before we jump in. So Proverbs... Uh, is one book in a trilogy of books of wisdom. So Proverbs is the first book, then we have Ecclesiastes, and then we have the book of Job. So uh, those three books make up the trilogy of wisdom in the scriptures, Proverbs being book one. Uh, the cool thing about uh, Proverbs is that what it does is it presents to us the idea that in general, wisdom is a really great way to have a good life. Seeking wisdom, learning from people who are wise, following the wise, being someone who desires to be wise to others. Um, these are the things that can, that can lead to a good life. And so uh, through this series, that's what we're going to be uh, teaching on and, and hopefully conveying to you. So uh, the other thing I want to say is... Uh, Bible Project. Um, some of y'all know about it. We've, we've done a few, we've referenced Bible Project in a few different ways throughout the years. Um, and it's such an amazing resource. If you don't know about it, I highly recommend checking out. They have a couple of apps, uh, not only in the Google Play Store, but in the App Store as well. Um, and then their website is a wealth of information. So highly recommend going and checking that out. They do have a specific trilogy of videos um, that speaks about the books of wisdom and obviously the one on Proverbs is is pretty amazing And so uh, if you want to learn a little bit more about the book of Proverbs and its overarching theme uh, It's a great way to go to go learn about it. Um, of course, we're always here to, to talk to you as well um, So let's go ahead and jump in. Let's jump into Proverbs 13 today. We're going to be focusing on uh, verse 20. So if you have um, 
a Bible with you or your iPhone or your Android phone or your iPad or any other technological device uh, you can find the word on, uh, go ahead and uh, open it up. We're going to be in Proverbs 13, verse 20. Here we go. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. This is the word of the Lord. So, uh, speaking of uh, walking with the wise, um, Sydney and I lived in Austin, Texas when we got married. And so we spent about two years there. Um, and we really enjoyed our time. But towards the end of those first two years of our marriage, we came to a place where we realized we needed to um, enter into a new season. Uh, for ourselves, for our marriage, our, our hearts, our spirituality, our emotional state. And so what we did is we decided we'll move, we'll move back to San Antonio so we can be near family. Um, the, the issue with that was that moving back to your hometown means that for the most part, you're probably not going to have very many friends because your high school friends have moved on or moved away. And that was true for us. Um, so the thing I realized when I got here was that I didn't necessarily want to just jump into a friend group. I knew um, because of the previous two years of our marriage that I needed to work on some things in myself. I needed to grow. I needed to mature. I needed to seek wisdom. And so what I did is I basically made a decision to find as many wise people as I could uh, and basically invite them to coffees, lunches, and dinner um, as frequently as I possibly could for as long as I possibly could. Um, and this this season of wisdom seeking in my life lasted, to be honest with you, probably about a year and a half. Um, it, on any given week, I was spending at least two meals and two breakfasts with men and women who just were ahead of me in life. They were a few steps ahead of me on the path. They were a few rungs ahead of me on the ladder. Um, you know, so it, that's how I went about seeking wisdom, seeking to grow, seeking a better and a gooder life, um, through wisdom and through mentorship and apprenticeship. That's one of the key ways that we can seek wisdom is by gleaning and learning from, um, other wise people. But the question I, I pose now is that how do you actually discern that someone is wise? How do, how do you discern that you want to be around them? How do you discern that they actually do have something that's worth offering? The book, uh, not the book, I'm sorry, uh, the Hebrew translation for wise in this context, in this verse itself, uh, translates to something like someone who is capable, skillful, learned, educated, uh, has, a, has a full grasp or a complete understanding of a certain thing. I have a friend who is an electrician, a journeyman or a journeyman electrician. I can't, I don't know which is the right uh, format there, but he had to sit under the wisdom and skill and understanding of other uh, uh, electricians so that he could eventually become a journeyman, a journeyman who himself had that wisdom. 
So he had to uh, seek out that wisdom so that he could grow and have that wisdom then to turn around and hand to other people. That's, that's one example of how we can gain wisdom and give it away to others. In the book of James, uh, we have a really uh, solid, uh, clear teaching that helps us to understand wisdom a little bit better. Again, if you want to turn with me in the scriptures, we're going to be in James chapter 3. We're going to read through verses 13 through 18. James says this, Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And the harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Isn't it interesting here how James correlates wisdom to peace? Blessed be the peacemakers. You could even say, blessed be the peacemakers because they are wise. Um, so I, I, ch I challenge us to actually take what we just read in James and use it as a lens that we look at the world through. Does the world make sense through that lens? Do you, do you see wisdom everywhere? in the news sources you watch, in the articles and newspapers you read, in the people you talk to, in the podcasts you listen to, in the YouTube videos you watch. Compare those to that scripture in James and compare and contrast. See if there's wisdom there. We also take that same scripture and like I was speaking about previously, uh, place it on top of those people which we would seek wisdom from. Are they those types of people? Let's take the scripture again. Are they people who are peaceable, gentle? Are they open to reason? Are they full of mercy and good fruits? Are they impartial? Are they sincere? Are they people of peace? If we have a number of those check boxes marked in a person that we're seeking to follow, then I think we wind up following a wise person. What I want to do now is uh, I'm about to wrap up. This is a short sermon today. But I want to read a prayer from a book that a, pr a friend of mine recommended to me. It's called uh, The Prayer Wheel. And it was uh, put together by a guy named Patton Dodd. And basically, it's just an ancient way of praying. It's, it's a prayer wheel. It's an ancient practice that he's now brought back into uh, the mainstream uh, of prayer, of Christian prayer. 
uh, Christian meditation. Um, and so uh, what's really cool is he has a day here. There is a day in the prayer wheel that talks about wisdom. And so what I want to do is I want to pray the prayer for you. We'll have it on the screen so you can read along. Um, and I encourage you to, to pray it out loud, whether you're in a micro gathering or with your family, with your spouse, your significant other, or by yourself or with friends. Um, let's, let's read it together. Holy Spirit, you have promised to give us wisdom if we ask and without holding our need against us. You don't fault us for asking and then asking again. I need this gift today. Grant me deeper understanding in the common things, the things I do out of habit and without a second thought. May every part of my life be infused with your life, like light, like streams of water. Help me to rightly examine all things, to discern right from wrong, to see clearly what I should do. I need wisdom in my work, my relationships, how I speak to others, how I spend and save money, how I eat, what I give my attention to throughout this day. And it's not just for me. In the push and shove of competing opinions, our whole community needs wisdom. Grant us insight in our thoughts and desires so that our minds can be open, uncluttered, and vibrant. Give us your wisdom that we may be more like you. Thank you for this gift. Amen. Brothers and sisters, let's keep on seeking wisdom and let us keep learning from one another this summer as we continue in our series, Wisdom's Cry. Have a great day. Be blessed.